Hello and welcome to another episode of the Disc Dump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? I'm your host, Miles, and today I'm joined by basically the co-host, Josh. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's up? You got the body and I got the brains, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that seems like a fair divide. Yeah. (laughs) uh so halloween month continues if i decide to release these when i expect to release them (laughs) and uh yeah we're doing nightmare on elm street um so we are on installment two of this franchise and in celebration of that almost forgot i have the nightmare on east elm street beer by kasha hawken brewing company and it's freddy krueger and he's on uh like a bicentennial like fucking giant wheeled bicycle for some reason <laughs> i don't know why maybe that's just their thing but it looks like him and it's uh, a pumpkin beer and it tastes interesting i don't know it's it's not my favorite beer it's not bad no yeah you get a very experimental with this shit i'm again i can't get all wacky with beer i try yeah you work your way up to it because yeah. <laughs> I've been burned on like I used to just pick whatever uh, like I'd get a case of beer with however like the widest variety of beers I could find. And I've wasted thousands of dollars of beer because I drank it that I didn't like. Like it's expensive, too. Yeah. Yeah. When you have no other hobbies at the time, when you weren't buying microphones and dedicating your time to editing podcasts, you just drank for fun. It was much more mean, much better means to uh, entertain yourself than it is now when there's responsibilities and stuff like that. But yeah. I still take gambles. This was a gamble, but it's not bad. It could be worse. That's for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. As long as it's drinkable. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't get pumpkin, but it does taste the way that I imagine that orange leaves in the fall taste. So, you know. Interesting. <laughs> However you imagine those to taste is exactly how this beer tastes. <laughs> um, okay, so Josh, we're talking about Freddy's Revenge right now. Yeah. What, was this the first time you'd watched it? No, no, I've definitely seen all of these before, but this is the second time I've watched it because I've only seen the first and the in new nightmare numerous times i think i might have seen dream warrior numerous times in pieces but yeah all the rest of them i've only seen once so this is my second time and god did this immediately go downhill (laughs) when i the first time i'd heard of nightmare on elm street my dad was watching it on his box tv in his bedroom and i just happened to come in and it was like the end scene of this movie and i was like this is scary as shit. And then a bunch of dogs <laughs> came out with baby masks on. And yeah, I was, was like, weird. this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I was, I don't know, 10. So this is a very different experience. But I'm uh, very curious to see as we go through these fran- this franchise, if I feel like any of these are like amazing home runs besides the first one. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they are, which like it just like solidifies my theory that I don't understand. Like, not really theory. <laughs> my opinion, opinion that everyone <laughs> thinks that this is the best franchise, but I feel like it has the weakest movies. Like the first one is great, but the rest are not. 
that great, I don't think. Spoiler alert, I've already watched three and it's definitely better than this, but and I mean it's good. But like Nightmare on Elm Street, there's so many I mean uh uh Friday the thirteenth, there's so many in that franchise that I like. Halloween, there's so many in that franchise I like. This one, there's like three out of eight. <laughs> like four out of eight. Yeah. Like that's not that's half. Like <laughs> I don't know. This is my first time taking this journey in my adult life, and I gotta say, I fucking loved this movie. Really? I had such a good time with this movie. I was laughing my ass off the whole time. Like, I feel like it, like, oh, I had such a good time with it. Just well, I have to say, to, like, I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was, like, this is kind of, this is this is surprisingly if you might know this or not this is huge in the gay community now this movie really there was a doc, there's a documentary about uh called Scream Queen I think because the main actor from this got labeled as a scream, scream queen and everyone sees a lot of like gay like pro gay stuff in this so in the gay community this movie's like really got a really big following and stuff and uh but the it like ruined the actor's career and then in the documentary there's like a fight between him and the director the director like i didn't tell you to scream like that i didn't tell you to scream like a girl (laughs) (laughs) he definitely screams like a girl this whole movie is so good yeah the uh i don't know just everything i enjoyed the shit out of this movie i had such a good time watching it like there's scenes where there's a crowded park and people are playing baseball and there's kids just shooting bow and arrows in the middle of it. Like there's people walking behind the targets and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's high school in the eighties. There's no rules. <laughs> and then who gets hit in the head with what? It's the main character gets hit in the head with a baseball. I'm like, meanwhile, there's a kid walking around with one sticking out of his eye. Like this shit would have been ridiculous, but yeah. So, uh, the plot picks up with a dream sequence where they're in a bus that gets caught in a Looney Tunes style balancing act on a cliff. Yeah. Which is like a big thing. I don't feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of these movies start with that same thing. Like they all try to recapture the first one of starting with a dream sequence, which makes sense. But I don't think any of them are really that great. Like this, they go from what's clearly L.A., even though it's supposed to be Ohio. (laughs) And it goes into they drive into the desert. They drive into like Death Valley. And it's like, you're supposed to be in Ohio. (laughs) The great deserts of Ohio. That happens twice. (laughs) The uh, what's that movie? Uh, Trick or Treat definitely stole from this scene specifically. Like it's clear that when they have the the bus driver that kills all the students and he drives off a cliff and stuff, it was a hundred percent like we liked Freddy too. <laughs> like Freddy's Revenge yeah. is the best. But the uh, like the special effects were dope. The acting was horrendous. The plot was terrible. Everything about this that you could possibly want out of an eighties movie. This is it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Robert England driving the bus in the beginning too, before he turns into Freddy. It looked like him. It it had to have been him. Yeah, probably. It would have only made sense to do it that way. So 
Okay, what's our main character's name? On the worst with names, I'm trusting you to do the names. Oh, I have no idea. I'll look. Okay, I'll, bring cool. up the, I'll bring up the IMDb. All right, good call. Because I do have character- characters I want to talk about. Yeah the the main character, the actor they picked. I think they picked him because he always looks sleepy. Like the dude just has a sleepy face, you know. Yeah, he, do, he definitely does. Time. He's yeah, he's not. <laughs> It's weird because a yeah you like you went and you went with a a male lead when these type of movies are usually predominantly female led, and you picked like a he's not like a hunky boy. It's not like he's not like Johnny Depp. <laughs> like he's fucking like weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's closer to Crispin Glover than Johnny Depp. Our name main guy's name is Jesse. Oh, how could I forget? They only yell it two hundred times at the end of the movie. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so Jesse's having a hard time sleeping. He he lives in the house on Elm Street. Was it fourteen twenty eight? Is that the number? Yeah, yeah. He lives in Nancy's house from the first movie. Yep. They find her diary, which is blank, and they read it like a sentence, and then they turn the page. So I'm like, how big is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was she drawing with like crayons, like a two year old? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she. It's ridiculous. So, um, his dad's like, "Clean that room, Mister." So he has a dance montage of cleaning his room, and his girlfriend, not Meryl Streep, comes in. She looks just like Meryl Streep if she was. Like, she does look queen. like Meryl Streep. Yeah, it's somehow less attractive. But I mean, look at this dance sequence and tell me that like it's so weird. <laughs> like he's he's. His dance sequence is brought on by his dad, who is the shop owner from Return of the Living Dead. Did you recognize him? Oh, shit, he is. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the same guy. Um, His dad forces him to clean up his room before he can go out because they've just moved into this house and he hasn't unpacked his boxes. So he's like a dance montage of just dumping boxes into drawers and then like bumping them closed with his ass. (laughs) And then I mean, he gets like a, a he gets up on his bed with this like cork launcher type of thing toy, yeah. <laughs> and he's like using it like it's his fake dick while he's dancing to the music. And then Mer- fake Meryl Streep and his mom walks in and he pops the cork. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> they definitely knew this movie was a comedy when they were making it. It was so this movie is so like legitimately funny on top of being unintentionally funny. It's great. Um, then another the, beef I girlfriend... have. Can I sprinkle? I'll Go sprinkle ahead. in some beefs once in a while. Is the music to this movie sucks? Like it doesn't have the Nightmare on Elm Street song in it at all. Like the the tone. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how there's like the mm-hmm. Halloween theme. Like there's a Nightmare on Elm Street theme that's in every one of the movies except for this one. Now, did Wes Craven have a hand in this one, or is this the one he wasn't in? No, he didn't. He did, he came back for three and then was out again. I mean, yeah, that must suck. But he uh, didn't even direct yeah. three, though. He just like wrote it with like six other people and produced it. Huh. Yeah, this movie definitely has a totally different uh, tactile feel to it, especially like Freddy. Freddy looks like just a rubber man in this one. He, he looks look like shit at all. He looks, he looks different in every movie. It is weird. Like 
he doesn't look like what you think Freddy Krueger looks like until like Freddy versus Jason. Like that's when they finally got it right. Like the last try, (laughs) he looks like all the action figures and lunchboxes and pictures and everything. Like in the movie, he always looks like more melty. He looks real melty in this one. And it's like, it's clearly a rubber suit because his everything about him is disproportionately like thick. Like his fingers, when he holds his hand up, it's like, those aren't fingers. There's, those are gloves. Like, but somehow yeah. his, his claws come out of his fingertips in this one for some reason. Yep. I don't like that. I don't either. But the there's guy a part wearing... in part three where that happens too. And it's close to the beginning. And I was like, oh no, we're not doing this again. Where's the glove? And, but he's got the glove. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so the, the dreaming and all that just to like rush us through the plot because the beat by beat really isn't that important. It's very sweaty. Um, it's the sweatiest nightmares sweaty. you've ever seen. <laughs> he's glistening at all times. <laughs> So he lives in the same house. Jesse reads the diary and he gets like it gets incepted into his brain. And uh, there is a scene at the very beginning where they wake up to him screaming and the little girl's like, why can't he wake up like everybody else? (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to ask a question. Let me ask a question. Maybe you maybe I don't think they said anything about it, but let me see if you maybe you pieced it together. What causes Freddy to come back, though? nothing he's just back why because someone else moved into nancy's house no i think it's related to like he's able to like kind of twinkle into the dreams a little bit but really what brings him to power is people knowing about him and that's like the the freddy versus jason mentality i feel like is it's the unspoken rule that he needs to let people know he exists for him to manifest yeah but his nightmares started before the diary that's true, but nobody died until after. Like it would have made sense if he read the diary first and then it happened. But he was already having nightmares about Freddy before he knew who he was. That's true. Hmm. He always just comes back for no reason. Like he comes back in the third one, no, no reason. <laughs> and what revenge is he getting? He won in the first one. Like yeah. <laughs> There's there's no revenge here. He just is Freddy. Yeah, and but, revenge uh, on who? Like, no, none of these people are related to your death. You know, I what know I mean? like no one had a hand in this. Like, but he he gets he eventually gets a body count in this, but it takes forever. So yeah. he uh, the whole premise is that Freddy's trying to take over Jesse's body so he can run around and kill people. And uh, Jesse's like, no, but Jesse's got the body and he's got the brains. And that's like one of the most famous lines from this movie is he peels his head back and shows his brains off. And then Jesse screams at the most high pitch noise you've ever heard in your life. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good, though. So like as he's taking over Jesse's body, like Jesse picks up the glove and he throws it a bunch of times. But I guess he... This movie would have been better if it was ambiguous, if it was Jesse or not, rather than just making it for sure it's Freddy. But in the 80s, it, we had to establish that Freddy is a character first, I guess. <coughs> I'm good. <laughs> <coughs> Got that ocean spray up in here. Yep, that's what's making me cough. <laughs> <laughs> it would make me cough, too, that nasty cranberry bullshit. Anyway. I love cranberry juice. Uh, uh but yeah, what we're saying <laughs> uh, that Freddie takes over Jesse's body 
And Which is weird, right? That's that wasn't his goal in the first movie to like take over someone's vessel, right? Like the rules change. I feel just like out of nowhere, one of these, every one of these movies has completely different rules. But what I will say for the people who like this franchise best is that everyone is completely different. Like the Jason movies are the same as Machete walking up. The first two are different, and then from there on, it's basically the same movie. The Halloween movies walk, stab, repeat. Like most of them are pretty much the same through the whole franchise. This franchise just gets buck wild. Like everything is totally different in every episode. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Every movie changes and it's just, yeah, the kills get ridiculous. It goes from him actually like using his claws and stabbing people to every kill being this like weird, almost like scripted TV type of like play out. Like he'll be a butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this movie, though. We didn't get the only thing. Well, okay. So Jesse is rivals with this guy, and the teach his coach makes them do push ups together, and that that brings about the power of friendship, I guess. And they become best friends. (laughs) Yeah, like they sit together at lunch and yell at each other. Like very weird. Yeah, the jock guy is just kind of stupid, (laughs) so he just started fighting him out of nowhere, and then immediately was like. You want to hang out and get pizza or like, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) All the best friendships in high school start that way. It's like, hey, I hate your hair and your dumb face. I'm lonely. (laughs) But Jesse never acts like they're friends until the moment he needs someone the most. (laughs) (laughs) That dude was a beefcake, though. That guy shredded. I am really surprised they didn't pick him as the lead role. Like, of the two. (laughs) He sleeps with a leather comforter. That must be so uncomfortable. (laughs) But his sheets and blankets and stuff, I had those in the 90s. (laughs) My brother had them, and, like, we would just, like, we had bunk beds, and he we would just switch sheets all the time. But it fucking blew my mind. I was like, oh, my God, I had those. Not that comforter, though. What the fuck's up with that? Yeah, (laughs) it's so weird. His fucking bedroom was like an 80s nightclub. (laughs) (laughs) He had so So many posters. Through the power of push-ups, they become friends. And the the coach is a real dickhead. And it comes out that the coach is into S&M clubs and stuff. Yeah. So real weird plot point. It's a real weird plot point. Add it to the list. Another tally for why why this is like a gay movie. And I'm not Jesse, saying that offensively. I'm saying like gay, the gay community loves it, and fuck yeah for them. I can see it though because like there's a point. I don't know at what point chronologically this happens, but Jesse wakes up from a nightmare and goes into this S and M club where there's like transvestites and stuff. And he orders a beer. The guy serves him a beer, and the coach is there. Puts his hand on. And is like no beer for you. Let's go run laps in my assless chaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's wearing like a like studded collar, like V-neck vest. <laughs> <laughs> and takes the kid back to the school, still dressed like this, <laughs> and makes him run laps. Now, do you recognize that teacher? I've seen no, him in other from... things. He's uh, I know him the most from, have you ever seen Airheads? No. Oh, no, it's fucking awesome. It's Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi. You know, all of those people. I've seen a picture of them together. And it's they're, like, all, they're a rock group. 90s band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're a rock band. And they need to get their like album played. So they go to a radio station to get it played. 
and it, they get like denied. So fucking Steve Buscemi, who works at a toy store, whips out like a toy water gun, but it looks like a real Uzi. <laughs> so they hold up the radio station, like demanding to get on the radio. And it's a fucking hilarious movie. He plays this guy plays the SWAT leader that comes in as like a fucking <laughs> loose cannon. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I've never even heard of this movie. That's uh, crazy. It's on it's on HBO. It's about to leave, so you should watch it before it leaves. Because I fucking love that movie. It has everybody in it. Chris Farley's in it. Uh I think the guy who fucking plays Egon and the guy that plays fucking Winston from the Ghostbusters are both in it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, I'm watching that shit tonight. And a ton of other people you'd recognize. David Arquette's in it. <laughs> <laughs> How have I never heard of this? Anyway, so this this Kramer guy is... Kramer's in it. Oh shit. <laughs> before the scandal. Yeah, I was gonna say before he started yelling the N-word of people. Yeah, this uh, was while he was on Seinfeld. Yeah, man. Well fuck, I'm gonna definitely watch that. So this teacher guy, he's clearly into whips and chains and stuff. And Freddie comes at him by throwing tennis balls at him telepathically. Yeah, yeah, every ball in the in the gymnasium, like supply room, footballs, basketballs, tennis balls, (laughs) like tennis ball tubes are exploding and launching balls at him somehow. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking funny. And he gets he ends up getting stripped down and drawn away to the showers with jump ropes yep. and he, he gets fucking toweled in the ass to the point where his ass is bloody. And then he gets his, what happens then he gets his throat slit. He gets, he gets sliced up by Freddie, but it turns out it's not Freddie. It's Jesse. Oh no. Yeah. Freddie's like using Jesse's body to commit murders. And Jesse gets away with it just fine, I guess. Cause he was in the shower and then he runs away naked and the cops bring him yeah. back and they're like, yeah, you should do something about this. Yeah, he he goes home covered. He's walking naked down the highway covered in blood and the police just bring him home. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? 80s were a different time, man. White privilege, the movie. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, he ends up going home. His dad's like, if you tell me what you're on and where you got it, we can go to bed. And mom's like, fuck you. Let's let our <laughs> child who's been running around naked, covered in blood, go right to bed without explanation. And, uh, yep, they do. At one point, his mom's like, I, he needs help. Let's get him a therapist. And the dad's like, therapist, he needs a good kick in the ass. <laughs> the 80s. And then he, she goes, no. And he's like, you know what that kid needs? A methadone clinic. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, and there's no B plot in this movie at all. It's strictly Jesse. There's nothing else going on of note. Like we don't have any other like is is just Jesse and his interactions with his surroundings. It's Jesse and, and his girlfriend, I guess, is the closest thing. Like is the girlfriend's much closer of a secondary character than fucking his friend is. His friend's like barely in it. Yeah. That's so like that's why it's weird that they have a fight and then the like they half ass putting together a relationship between the two of them. There was a scene where they're both standing there shirtless. And this little fat old janitor comes walking by in the background. I was sitting with my lady friend and I was like, I want a body like that. She's like, yeah, we, we both need to get in shape. I was like, no, like the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> He's all like hunched over and fat. Oh, it was amazing. Anyway, 
guess you had to be there. But uh, <laughs> the uh, so like as far as the plot goes, that's really where any depth kind of ends. Because now there's is do they basically just jump to the big party? Is that where we end up from here? Um, well, he almost kills his sister. Oh, that's right. Freddy's Freddy goes, but that seems like really quick. Yeah, and it it has a lot of emotional weight for something that comes up in a sentence later. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse, you see like Freddy like stalking into the little girl's room, and then it turns out it's Jesse standing over her, and then he tucks her in, and he's got the glove on. This and, movie uh, could stand with a remake because they could make that scene really good if it, the ambiguity was there. Is is it Jesse yeah. or is it Freddy? Yeah, yeah, it would be cool. And then, yeah, from there we go to the part. Well, we, we go to that weird cafeteria scene where he tells his new friend, who's also an idiot, to shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, I'll shut the fuck up. And he gets up and walks away and everyone's like, yeah, that was really harsh. <laughs> and then uh, and he is the, his friend is at all times cheering and speaking with the like an enormous amount of food in his mouth to where you can barely <laughs> understand what the fuck he's saying. And he seems like he's going to choke. That's high school, bro. That's what I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they move moving forward. We end up at this big party that his girlfriend is hosting. Yeah, his I girlfriend's guess. rich, so she's having a pool party. Yeah, soft-faced Meryl Streep is yeah. having a pool party. Everybody's there. Ginger Streep. Ginger Streep. <laughs> so there's like this whole pool party happening, and the dad is burning the fuck out of everybody's burgers. <laughs> just, I'm not convinced they weren't cardboard. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there was so much smoke. It was smoking as the people were walking off with it on their plane. <laughs> <laughs> and uh mom his her mom basically comes up to him and goes it's horny time and he's like okay and then he leaves and as soon as they go up to their room the lights go out and jesse goes to try and seal the deal with these tender sweet little kisses on his girlfriend they go like from zero to a hundred so quick it's like one two three open mouth kisses we're on the floor (laughs) And uh, it's it's real, real awkward make out session that made well, both me think, and a lady friend go. Ooh. Think about how hard that scene because the, the main character is gay in real life. Yeah. So imagine how awkward it must be to film a scene like that. It's like, it's a, like yeah, you zero know I mean? enthusiasm on his part, for sure. Yeah. Like the it's the opposite of what you would be attracted to. Like it's it must. I don't know. There's no chemistry between these characters at all. The actors, no. at least. None. No, and it go yeah. Wait till we get to the end. <laughs> <laughs> so they're kind of making out, and then a big Freddy tongue comes shooting out of his mouth, and he's like, "Oh no, I gotta she go." She seemed into it. She seemed into she it. She did. And meanwhile, like the party's happening outside. A girl takes her top off in the pool, but you don't see anything. You just see her her top float away, and then later yeah. she's wearing it again, and it made me so upset. Uh, <laughs> That's 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 my contribution to that. Um, <laughs> that's the boob report. If you're a fan of our other show, the boob report. This is basically that show. Let's be real. Straight from <laughs> high on horror. <laughs> um, so he goes to his friend's house and wakes him up standing directly over his face. How do you get there? 
who knows he just got in and was standing over his friend's face and like the whole action of him like grabbing the light and turning it on and shit i was fucking rolling that it shit is was he just so violently funny. shakes it yeah <laughs> so fucking funny but we do get one of the coolest scenes in horror history right here his transformation into freddy was pretty fucking cool yeah well well yeah we he he got yeah so he goes to his boy's house apparently because they're that tight <laughs> I, I felt like he didn't even know where he would live but he's fucking right? <laughs> he violently shakes him to wake him up and he, and he goes how'd you get in my room not how'd you get into my house in the middle right? of the fucking night but also, why is this dude sleeping? Everybody else is still awake. Like he couldn't go to the party because he was grounded. But that doesn't mean you got to go to bed. It's like nine o'clock like... at night. <laughs> <laughs> He's exhausted from sports. But he, yeah, he asks. He begs him that he has to watch him sleep, so he has to stay awake. But once he falls asleep in the most awkward position in that chair. He's like sideways with like one a leg up in the air. <laughs> he does look like he just fell there. And his friend's like, oh, good night, Pearl. And then he goes to sleep. And then that's when fucking, yeah, Jesse turns into Freddy and it's it's brutal. Yeah, his fingertips like extend into knives and his wrists slice open and he cuts his chest open and Freddy steps out. And the whole time the guy, the friend is like, dad, dad, dad dad wake up dad get me out of here dad <laughs> and and you can see daddy. like when the dad when the when the, the arms like skins ripping you can see freddy's sweater underneath the skin like it's not like blood and guts it's so good yeah it's it it's like the the prosthetics of him like crawling out of the face and or out of the body it reminds me of the thing like when the people's like insides like get sucked out and turn yeah. into the meat of the thing yeah, it was really good. Yeah, good practical effects. They Great they practice. didn't fil- they didn't focus long on the things that could look bad if you had to sit still on them. Everything moved so fast you couldn't see like because that I bet that face wasn't that great right when the body came off. Yeah, but it was it was good enough that for the two seconds of him sliding out like childbirth, yeah. it was great. Yeah, and uh, so <laughs> and he's got his hat to- in his hand. <laughs> Yeah, he puts it right on those. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Even the like the fuck? like I was going from laughing to going, "Whoa, that's cool!" Back to laughing immediately. <laughs> yes, the the practical is so good. Uh, best friend dies by getting stabbed through the door. Meanwhile, his dad is like, "Open the door, son. It's your father." I'm your father. Let me in. I'm your father. I, it's dad. Meanwhile, the kid is screaming for his life. Dad, help me. He's like, did you know it's me, son? <laughs> like, of course he knows it's you. <laughs> so uh, then uh, then Jesse wakes up and sees that he has killed his friend. And he has to. It's, it's five O's coming. Got to get out the window. Yeah, not only have you been standing there long enough to where the parents called the cops, the cops are already arriving, but he somehow climbs out the window and escapes. You can see the police lights. They're opening. You can hear them opening the door in the house. He fucking makes it out and goes right back to his girlfriend's house covered in blood. And he's just like, it's there's something in me and it's getting out. How dumb is this? And she's perfectly fine with him being covered in blood. 
It's she's so dumb. Like those are the words of a serial killer. <laughs> you get away from that man. He's <laughs> covered in blood. Instead, what she does is she sits him down and she's like, you can fight him. And then the screen cuts and it cuts back. She's in a different position. You can get him. Cuts. She's in a different position. You're stronger than he is. Like every time it cuts back, (laughs) she's in a different place around him. And it's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And uh, he's like, oh, no, he's coming. Run away. And she's like, I will not run away from the man who says he's about to kill me. So dumb. And uh, he becomes Freddy and they run around in the house for a little while and she stabs him with a cardboard knife. How'd you feel about the cardboard knife? She's stabbing him so lazily. <laughs> She's like, yeah. eh, eh. <laughs> like just kind of falling into him. Meanwhile, outside, the hot dogs are exploding like fireworks and the lights are popping and the swimming pool is boiling. Boiling. <laughs> Someone goes, can you turn down the temperature in the pool? I'm like, I don't think it gets, a swimming pool gets up to boiling. This <laughs> is like just so many bubbles and geysers shooting up. Nobody's really all that concerned about it. <laughs> so the stops geysering while the, the stabbing is happening. Everyone gets back in the pool. <laughs> it happens again. And it's ridiculous. Freddy jumps out the win- the door, disappears, and he reappears jumping up through the deck, and he just massacres a whole bunch of these fucking idiots. Oh, the one guy's like, hey, man, it's okay. And like tries to talk him down like a stray dog. <laughs> it's like, it's okay, boy. <laughs> No, no one's no one here really wants to hurt you. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's got one arm out. He's slowly approaching him. He's like, nobody here wants to hurt you. It's, it's gonna be all right. We can get you help. I'm here to help you. And Freddy's just like, fuck you, bitch. Stabs the yeah. shit out of him. Help yourself, bitch. And he fucking slices him and shit. And uh, yeah, I, the dad comes out and takes a bunch of pop shots at him with a shotgun. And Meryl Streep's like, no, don't shoot him. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> it's the man that I love. <laughs> yeah. He's inside that old man's body. <laughs> the burnt corpse with the knives on his fingers. Um, so then Freddy disappears. And what does she do? She steals the convertible and drives to the factory that only makes steam. And yeah. everything is turned on for some reason. Yeah, anywhere Freddy will be has to involve a boiler room. It's in every it fucking to. movie. There's always a furnace that's on fire. <laughs> and like, yeah, this one they go to the factory that Freddy used to work at where and when he was alive for some reason. <laughs> she just knew that was where to go. And there are two dogs sitting out. There are two Rottweilers wearing baby masks. I don't understand but I want more of it. Yeah, I don't like know the, why. Like the happy death day. Or, or, yeah. Is it yeah. happy death day masks are like glued to their heads. <laughs> they and they're just growling. <laughs> <laughs> and she just closes her eyes and walks past them because that's the key to beating Freddy is to go, you know what? Maybe just a little more dreaminess. I'll get past him. Yep. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a bunch of walking around bullshit. Ooh, it's hot. Ooh, there's steam. And uh, through she convinces Freddy that inside is Jesse and that they are in love and it defeats Freddy (laughs) Krueger. It zooms in so creepily on Freddy's mouth. (laughs) 
which looks like a prosthetic. <laughs> like it doesn't it look good. And it's Jesse's voice coming out of Freddie Mouth going, uh, let's, what is her name? Let's look up her name. I don't know. I, I love got it right here. Lisa. I love Lisa. you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes back to Freddie and it goes, I love you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and just the saying of I love you is like disabling him. He's getting weaker and he's falling over. Yeah. The music, it was very Back to the Future and this was a very... Back to the future, power of love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she kisses Freddy at one point and he's just like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> she like forcefully <laughs> kisses him. And all of the handrails catch on fire, which is not OSHA certified. And uh, Freddy's skin falls off. And then there's Jesse. And he's like, boy, howdy. I'm fine. Sure won't get blamed for all those murders. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I may be suspect number one, but it's a good thing I'll be at school on Monday. <laughs> like, on I now. guess they all saw Freddy at the party, and that looks nothing like him. But like, did fucking his buddy's parents not see him come into their house? <laughs> he was covered in blood. There'd be evidence everywhere. <laughs> it would be. Let's just follow the footprints, the bloody footprints to the party. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> but, uh, yep, then there's one final dream sequence where it gets on the bus and they drive into the desert and you know where that goes from there. And that's the movie. I love his freak out. He's freaking out. Going, this bus is going way too fast. <laughs> and then the bus stops to pick someone up and he's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you didn't like about this movie. This movie was hilarious. I loved this one. <laughs> it's not meant to be funny, though. I don't know. This There's no way that so the ass-whipping scene stupid. wasn't comedy. The ass-whipping scene was absolutely comedy. I don't know. You wait till the next time we record. You'll be like, I forget everything I said. <laughs> Dream Warriors is the best one, as I recall. I watched that shit on UPN. I know what's up. But that's been a long. That might have been the only time I ever saw it was when I was a little kid watching it on TV. So yeah, it's definitely up there with the first one. Yeah, we'll cover that one next on the yeah. next episode of the Disc Dump. But as for this one, man, say I don't have the box set and I have this disc. This is a check mark, good or bad. <laughs> you got a, you got just a one lone copy of Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. <laughs> yeah. If I have this disc, what do you think? Am I keeping it or am I dumping it? I know you're going to keep it. I would, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> what didn't you like about I don't, it? I dumping it. I don't really like the main character cuz just cuz of like the way they wrote his character. Like it doesn't work with like being like detached because you're so out of it and shit is, I don't know. It's much more sympathetic if it was like a girl, like with the, I just don't think he conveyed that very well. <laughs> like, no, he was just like weird. <laughs> they just put out an ad for sleepy actors and he, they were like, this is the sleepiest one we could find. Yeah. And I guess he's supposed to be sleepy, but he doesn't. Nancy felt, she seemed like she was tired. This, they yeah. didn't really talk about how the lack of sleep was affecting him. That's true. 
it was just he would have nightmares. Like he never, his character was never supposed to be tired or like, oh, you need to get rest. Like, what yeah, are you doing to yourself? It's just he had a cup of coffee in the morning. Like that's right. not <laughs> unusual for a fucking seventeen-year-old. <laughs> and his his girlfriend had all the charisma of a fucking sponge in the sink. So like, I get that maybe that was exhausting. He was like, I'm falling in love with a. a personality list body but still personality list is that a word you get it anyway so i don't i don't think this movie is bad i think it's just a such a departure from the first one and like cool just good story wise like the story of the first one is so good the story of this one kind of sucks (laughs) like just because they don't they don't tell you enough of what's going on you just have to kind of put it together (laughs) like a brief synopsis of the movie is there's a sleepy boy moved into the house on elm street and freddy's trying to take over his body but it's a good thing the power of love exists among these teenagers and it defeated freddy and that's the movie not a good most in most of the movies though they do have like this weird subplot like that like oh he's trying to take over jesse's in one he has a like part five he has a baby (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's very this movie is lackluster but it did not it delivered on the the practical effects they were fucking awesome yeah and like the it was fucking hilarious i don't know if it was supposed to be i feel like it was but i don't know yeah i definitely don't think this is the worst in the franchise i think i don't remember perfectly but i think five and definitely six are not great robert england says that four is his favorite but i don't remember anything from four like i don't remember it being good isn't that the one where they're in the asylum no that's three that is three okay yeah i don't remember i like I truly am not positive I've seen all of these. So this is a real journey for me. I'm very excited to be doing this. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I'm interested, like, but it's like we discussed in the first episode. Like, it is, like, weird that this, they kind of bring it back with three a little bit, but then they abandon it immediately, I guess, kind of. uh, Like, they don't have an overarching story. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like Jason's, but, at least it takes place. I mean, I guess this takes place in the same place every time, but like, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, it's different. But at this, it has like all of the the same kind of through line, except they just wanted the rules to change every time. The rules yeah. of Jason are you can't kill Jason. Like that's the rules. This yeah. one is Freddy is a dream man, but then they immediately violate that rule every chance they get. So like, it. It's just about the creativity of the kills, I think, and the charisma of Robert England, which is tremendous. So, like, it's it doesn't have a lot of feet to stand on, but what it does have, like, I think I feel like Child's Play has more strong movies in it than this one does. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. That's like this one live doll, (laughs) like yeah. Especially, I feel like this one, like Freddy's not in the movie very much. No. He's like wagging his finger in mirrors and stuff. Yeah. And that's very rare. Like, especially this one, because a lot of it is like, look, it's actually Jesse. So you see Freddy for a second and then it's Jesse. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't get a lot of Freddy. Like you get, I you get think... a good bit of them in three, but then I think they really start pushing him as the main character after that. 
like i i don't know i don't think i've laughed this hard at a movie since when we watched that movie for high on horror with mac the mutilator yeah. that might be the, <laughs> old, the last time i laughed as hard as i did when i watched this movie I was but it's not supposed rolling. to be funny <laughs> it was so funny though it was so funny so uh are you going with keep it or dump it what do you think oh keep it yeah keep it keep it I'm putting this one in a check mark in the good for this box set. If more of them are bad than good, I'm going to get rid of the box set. But so far, we're two for two. Good movie. But we have fucking six to go. So <laughs> we're on a journey here. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, well, I'm interested to see where it goes. <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, if you enjoy our conversations, you should check out High on Horror h on h pod wherever you get your podcasts or socials tell them about your show josh yeah for nerds by nerds podcast i'd like to say every monday but it's been a little hard to record lately so uh still on mondays whenever they go up <laughs> like, <laughs> i have a huge backlog though like a huge back catalog so you if you're new to it you have plenty to listen to it's like don't worry about new episodes they'll come and there's hanging with the homies where yeah, we, well, yeah. we don't get things recorded. We just record our conversations and hang out. Yeah, me and Miles have started doing these bonus episodes called Hanging with the Homies. And like we used to have these digital hangouts. And we just started recording because they were just so interesting. Because <laughs> we'd talk about shit and ask each other weird questions and shit. So it's entertaining. It's really uh, it's a good time. <laughs> Those ones get off the rails, though, because I just get drunker and drunker as they go yeah, on. And I'm do. just like, would you eat people, man? No, but really, would you eat people? Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> do you remember Vine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we talk about music a lot. <laughs> we do, and wrestling. There's a bunch of wrestling. I'm not yeah. even into wrestling, but I get to probe Josh's brain about it, and it's a good time. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So um, if you want to, you know, do all the does anyone even listen to this? Of course you do. If you want to email me, <laughs> email me, disdumpod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget the little PP in there. It's important on all the social medias. Disc dump with a C. Don't put a K. Even people in my family write disc with a K and they're wrong. It's disc with a C, which, you know, if you're listening to this. Thank yeah, you. All get it us. right, motherfuckers. Yeah. Tell all your friends. It's disc with a C. Don't give them any context. And uh, they'll look at you like you're weird. And I will high five God. Anyway. So, yep. That's uh, that's the disc dump. Uh, I don't. Do I have a sign off? I don't even remember. I never do this shit anymore. But <laughs> so, uh, um, like a, something good. Give a positive fucking thing. Yeah. What do you, you recommend to, do that? to the audience? oh yeah 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 recommendations uh this is spooky season halloween ends is coming out so go see that because we're definitely going to talk about it on one of our shows for sure for sure oh and you know what we do have a little thing to talk about my dad's terrible taste in movies (laughs) so usually he guides me in the good but he said miles i just watched the latest scream movie and the latest halloween movie they were both so bad how can they pay these people to be actors they're the worst actors ever and i'm like those movies were both good, Dad. You show him this movie. <laughs> you show him Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. You say, bite so, your tongue, sir. Yeah, fuck you, Dad. That's Jack Quaid is a national treasure. 
<laughs> awesome. Alrighty, audience. Well, until next time. Toodaloo.